Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, and we are back. It is the long run from the 40 Runs running community. Hello, everybody. How exciting is it? How exciting is it that I'm it totally is excited. I'm, the I'm so excited. and the Great North Run this weekend? Absolutely oh, champing at the bit to get stuck into some good running chat this evening. And the main man's back, Mr. Chris Ford. So, honestly, doing, I, am, I, am, I am on another level excited. There's five reasons why I'm excited. Are you stand by for these? Are you ready? Number one, the captain's here, and I can see his beautiful little face, and I want to give him a cuddle. Yeah, we've got Matt Taylor here with us this week. I'm back on the podcast, and I'll come on to why I wasn't here in a minute. Three, Oggy, 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 Great North Run. Four, Brighton Marathon, Posties. Watch out for Posty. He might win it after Wednesday's session. I'll tell you about that. And five, I've just found out that we've got a volunteer team at the London Marathon on mile 12. I couldn't be more excited. I am Honestly, I'm... I'm going to be going for this tonight. So stand by, people. Get your questions in. I'm I'm, I'm ready. So much going on. Yeah. Unbelievable. And as you said, Mr. Dell has joined us again this week. He came back. He was here a few weeks ago and he loved it so much. He's come back. And he's back in the game. He's done his big half. Raring to go. It's great to see him. Hello, Matt. How you doing, mate? Yeah, good. Thank you. Lovely to be here. Thank you for asking me to come back. Absolute pleasure. We always love love you a lot. Yeah. Brought a ray of sunshine to our lives, so it's just as the uh, sun's going down on a Friday night. Alan's here, question master hey! Alan. I've got to take out, I love that shirt I saw you wearing at um, the Summer 10K last week. <laughs> Where'd that come from? Oh, he's on mute. One of these weeks, Ow! we're going to get on there. <laughs> Three weeks back. Oh, oh. What are we going to do? What are we going to do with him? That's not oh, on mute. He's back. Oh, hello. I wasn't on mute. Oh. Well, I couldn't hear you, mate. wasn't on mute. So, no, the shirts was a last-minute purchase from uh, a well-known charity shop, but it's going back in my wardrobe. It was such a big hit. I decided <laughs> to keep it. It was the best £2.50 I think I've ever spent. Amazing. I think it could be your thing, Al. You know, well, it could be your thing. Everybody's a bit bored about the old vegan messages and eating yeah. You know, rabbit food and all that. They're not Trouble interested in that anymore. They want to just see you in the shirts. A big, up the sweat. a big town events. No, it's, it's brilliant. It, 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 it kind really of doubled did. my body weight trying to run in that. But it was it was all for a good cause. It was oh, all for cancer research. Off, though, mate. You look great. Yeah. And now Toby's here as well. Right, Toby? Yeah, I was going to say, we've got to keep an eye on Toby, everybody. For you who's um, listening to this on the podcast, Toby looks like he's about to go into a coma. Um, he's extremely tired. With a new dog and a lot of work, he does look like he's about to fall asleep. So we've got to keep him busy with loads of questions. I mean, loads of questions. Yeah. So get them in. That would be good. And 
Yeah, keep him on his toes. Remember to start him with Q, and he's going to put a link in, I'm guessing, somewhere, Tobe. And, um, yeah, stick him in. And also, if you want to know what shoes he's got, he's been running in his new super shoes this week. So um, stick that in with a Q as well, before he falls asleep, because he's he's looking tired. And we'll still take your... Um... We'll still take your emails, and for the uh, 12-week running, I've forgotten what the email address is. Yeah, I've got so, no idea. What's the email address? What's the email address, Tobe? Ah, there you go, the long run. Oh, sorry, no. That's no, not the long run. <laughs> long run show at gmail.com. And, so and I've got to put my hands up. On them during the week, so if you want to, um, if you want to yeah. drop one in. We'll yeah, because we've had a lot, but to be honest with you, and Ian told me off because I've been too busy this week to look at them, but we've had got quite a few, and I've had about a million questions on Instagram. And again, I've I've not really looked at them, so I just put that out there now. So, but don't be put off. Send your running related questions in content, whatever. Long run show at gmail.com or hit me on Instagram because we need your input, people. Because otherwise, we're going to run out of things to talk about. Yeah, you don't <laughs> want to listen to what we've got going on in our heads. It's you know, it's not worth Tuttman's. You're much better off sort of like answering your questions and giving this sort of, this rambling roadshow a bit of a uh, bit of structure. That's what we need anyway. Anyway, Chris, I suppose we ought to touch a little bit on um, where you were last week. Yeah. So thanks everybody who was asking. Uh, just I won't go into too much because it's not very exciting. Basically, last week I got myself in a bit of a state. I ended up in um, in hospital, but I'm okay. I think um, I'm taking care of myself, and I am doing what I'm being told to do. I've had Alan checking on me all week, making sure I've not been running. I've had the chairman on at me to make sure I'm not running. Uh, today, I was allowed to go out and run. So, um, yeah, I've taken all expectations out of uh, the marathon now. So I've just got to look after myself and get around. So, but thanks to everybody who was asking me because it was actually really nice. But, um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm back in the land of living. As you could probably tell because I'm so excited, mainly because the captain's in because he's a lovely face. Yeah, I don't know what drugs they've given him down the doctors, but, um, you know, they seem to be doing the trick. I'm so uh, pumped. Honestly, you wouldn't believe it. I reckon I'm sure I speak for everybody in the community, mate, to wish you all the best and glad that you're back and back on your feet and hoping that normal service is being resumed yeah. as we speak. So that's great to hear. Um, now, it is a massive weekend, isn't it? Shall we just have a quick rundown of what's going on? Yeah, I mean, where do you start? I mean, not only two big uk events but we've there's also q gardens i know a lot of people are doing that uh we've got to remember about that can you let us know in the comments or or whatever what other events are being done this weekend because there are loads we're getting right into the season now but yeah. i think um i think we talk about well we talk about a little bit in a bit uh, about the great north run and the brighton marathon what if you've got any questions half marathon marathon related anything you know, you've got some tips for other people about those two events or any other stuff. Stick them in. Mm. We want to hear from you and yeah. share with other people. Um, get well, probably, a, get them probably in best if we let that run for a little bit and people can get yeah. their GNR questions, their Brighton questions in. And we've, there's a few sort of, I've seen there's a few general ones knocking about, Al, that perhaps we could get Chris to touch upon before we uh, start. Well, hang on, so, before that, because we've had an email in from Richard Head, which I think oh, we need okay. to just, we'll email first. Chris. I don't know whether you guys remember, we had that email from Richard Head, um, what was it, two weeks ago? Because I wasn't here last week. Uh, he wrote in because he was concerned because Alan had been missing for a few weeks. I think he's a bit of a, an Alan fan. So, he, now he got in touch this week. It's the one email I did check because he saw a picture on the Facebook group with Alan, what looks like he's eating something non-vegan. So, Richard Head is a devoted vegan. Now, croissant apparently, but I don't know, it's got butter in it. Right, I would, I would imagine Richard, Richard is, is a yeah. little bit put out because he is a vegan himself. So he was just conscious of the fact that someone had put that in Alan's hand. Maybe it was advertising or something like that. If you're not if, on the podcast, uh, you won't be able to see it. But there's a picture, lovely picture of Alan in his beautiful £2.50 shirt holding a croissant. And Richard yeah, Greg bag, by the look of it. Yeah, or Greg something. So, Al, Richard, can you just let Richard know that you're still very much a vegan? Because yeah, I, think he's I, I, I can... Give Richard absolute uh, reassurances. Um, if you go down the uh, middle aisle of Aldi, you will find vegan croissants. Okay. So uh, uh, they are definitely there. It may look like it's come out of a mm. nearby Greg's, mm. but uh, uh, mm. I always carry my own bag just for health and safety reasons. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm, very efficient. Poor old, yeah, poor old Richard. That's, I, a, I know he that's gets how the other half live. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, essential oh, fueling. I, 
uh, Wilco, when can I when can I talk about Adidas? Right. Well, Chris has got something. Not only you know he's been coughing and splattering for a week, but he's got something else to get off his chest. And he's oh, had a bit of a right. run-in with the folks at Adidas. So we'd right, like sit to sit down, really people. And thanks. And if you notice that my rant and rave, well, it wasn't a rant and rave, it was my love letter to London Marathon events. They obviously don't listen to the podcast after giving us volunteer duties at mile 12. So then obviously Adidas are not, or Adidas are not going to be listening to this. But if you're buying, I want to tell, the reason I want to mention it, not only because I'm, I'm like really upset about it, but more importantly to tell people to watch out because I got caught out by them this week. Or no, 10 days ago, uh, the Adidas Prime X came up and I thought I'm going to have some of that. And I bought them and then I looked on PayPal and two lots of 220 quid had been taken out. So I went on to Adidas. I said, oh, Top, what's going on here? They went, did you untick the box? I went, what? They said, yeah, if you don't untick the box, you will get charged twice. We will charge you twice until we ship it. And then we will refund you in 72 hours. So I said, hang on, you've just taken out 440 quid for my bank account. That ain't right. And they said, yeah, no, but you didn't tick the box. I said, there's no box on the app. Now, I'm, again, right, I appreciate that 90% of the time I'm rushing and I'm an idiot. But I didn't see a box to untick. So if you're buying from Adidas and you're spending big money, watch out. I've still not. It's been 10 days. I've still not had the money back. And worse, I still ain't had the shoes. They were meant to be delivered last week and they still ain't turned up. And they took 440 quid. I talked to about... 3,000 people in South Africa, useless. I spoke to about 8,000 people at another place in Adidas, useless. All rude. Spoke to about a million people on WhatsApp, and they still got 440 quid of my money. So watch out, people. Don't buy from Adidas. Their shoes are pony, and their customer service is terrible. And they've earned about three grand off of interest from my money. You think, right? They're doing that from everyone. You think how much interest Adidas are making out of people. It's daylight robbery. Watch out. There you go, that feels better. Yeah, it's all going to Lionel Messi as well. So, uh, lining his pocket, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, um, that sounds like a you know, good advice there. Just keep an eye on, on all these things. I mean, we do a lot of shopping, we do a lot of online. You've got, to, you've got to look out on the um, on the small print and all that sort of thing for um, any potential. Just watch out, people. Buy sketches, not Adidas. Or Puma. I've got new friends at Puma. Puma, I love Puma. New friends at Puma. Okay. Love Puma. There you go. Puma, or, Puma or sketches, everybody. Okay. Al, have we got some questions, mate? Yeah, we have a um, couple of questions about hydration. I guess it's been quite a warm week, so it's on mm. people's minds. We've got John, John Burchett Sharps running the GNR. Um, In there. I'll see you there, John. Um, a bit worried about hydration. I know the course is a little bit different, so I'm not sure we'll have an answer to this, but uh, should he wear his hydration vest? Well, those are there's plenty of water stations out. Nah. They seem to be quite closely put together. So I guess he's worried that uh, he might find himself between stations and, and needing a little refreshment. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. I mean, the, you know, whatever you say about great run, as an organisation, money-grabbing so-and-sos that don't do much for anybody apart from themselves. But one thing they do do is they organise a good race and they are well put on and they are sorting out, you know, first aid, hydration, all that kind of stuff. So one thing that they're, I'm guessing, I'm not, obviously it's different this year, but every time I've ran the Great North Run, I've never worn a hydration vest and there's there's been... Plenty of water, plenty of you know isotonic drinks as well. And if you find yourself, you know, there's only you know you're only talking a couple of miles perhaps in between these water stations. If you you know, I I will never sort of like get the I'll take the bottle with me, and usually I've drained one by the time it comes to picking up the next one. You know, I just run along with it. It's only a little bottle, and it's only for well, a couple I, of bottles. I remember when we started captain when we was last there. They had, they had bottles of water because it was a warm day actually in the pen. Yeah, I've, I've never had a problem there. I mean, I don't know what the weather forecast is like this weekend. Uh, I don't think it's going to be particularly hot. Um, but, you know, my, my experience has always been a good one for all, for all the major half marathons. I've, I've never really with a hydration vest. And hopefully, I know they've changed. Hopefully, the uh, the local brewery will be at mile 11, which always comes a, a refreshing break as you get those final two miles. So you've always got that extra, extra liquid push as well. So no, I, th- I think it'd be fine. The key to all this... The key to all this, right, and it's what people neglect, you've got to be hydrated before you start. Now, 
I appreciate that means you're going to need to go for a jimmy. The good thing is the best place at the Great North Run is that it's a bank section down their motorway. There's so many bushes down there, and I'm not advising this because anybody listening to Great North Run people, they're going to kill me, but there's loads of places to go in the bushes for a week if you're busting what I'm talking about. I met, do you remember, Captain, We went when we did it, was it one year, people just weeing up, up like as we're walking out against one of the electrical things. There, People just stand there weeing. Yeah, and up, we were up like, against a couple of lorries, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, mean, you know, so, it's... It's a unique start, isn't it? You know, and I think, you know, it opens your eyes. But, um, yeah. It's, yeah, hydrate uh, before you go. Yeah. yeah. What else have got, Al? When's he going to speak out? Can't hear him. We've lost you again, bruv. No, we've I'm lost back. you again. Oh, he's back. Don't worry. Cool. Technical malfunction. No, we've got <laughs> a uh, anonymous Facebook user wanting to know about hydration vests. She's going to be a first-time ultra runner. Got any recommendations for good vests? Oh, Joe. I was going to fair. say, we're asking the wrong man here, really, aren't we? Joe, be fair. Agra's my new one. But I don't, we filmed a review of it uh, before I got sick. And it's really good. But all I would say is you need a remortgage to own it. So um, it's really good. Uh, and it's from a US company. They're not readily available here. The video, I think, comes out next week. But the... Um, the one that, that they uh, that's really good is the Solomon, and I can't remember the name of it. It's a Solomon one, but I, I, I'm sorry, I can't remember the name. But yeah. I'll have a look, see if I can find it while while we're chatting later. See if I can find it. But it's a really this good is, Solomon. This is one. a bit of a revelation because everybody's bought all them Ionji ones. You can't see a yeah, but it's not an ultra. One. This is a bit like yeah. This is a bit like when um, Bob Dylan went electric. You know, this yeah, is a massive. This is a massive thing that you're not plugging them, mate, because we all live in them. We're dying them. I know, but that for, for the everyday runner, right, and we said about it, Tobe, didn't we, in the review we filmed, for the everyday runner, as a hydration vest, they are hands down the best, right? 30 quid, do exactly what you want, right? But I think when you're stepping into the ultra world, and even those energies, they can rub a little bit around here, you know, under the armpits, if you're doing that over 50 miles or whatever you're doing, 100K, that can cause serious injury and serious problems. So that's why it's really important to pay up and get something that does, you know, really do the job. You know, don't forget as well, you might have poles in there. You might have, you might need a certain... I mean, we got the kit list for running up Snowden today. And it sounds like you've got to take, like, a, a camping rucksack with you up there. I mean, the amount of stuff that the geese took, that the geese is talking about, but that's a that's a pack for proper ultras. What they're giving you, so mm. yeah, the Energy vest is without doubt, and it's not. I'm not paid by Energy. I, I wish I had been when I when I reviewed it the first time because I'd have made millions. But it's perfect for the for the everyday runner. But if you're going into that ultra world, you need to you need to invest. And I will look it up because it's a Solomon something. It's I can't remember the life of me. I'll find it for you. I, I think yeah. when you're going up Snowden, you'll only have half the amount of stuff that I'm taking to Newcastle tomorrow. Exactly. I just thought Ian Wilson's probably the best person to ask because you think the amount of stuff he does. So Ian he, Wilson, he, definitely he person. Pardon? He said that he has mentioned about the Harrier one. It's on screen. Um, but he doesn't okay. rate it too well. We've got to give a shout out to uh, John for the super chat. Thanks, John. Appreciate that. Really do appreciate the ongoing support. So thank you very much. But yeah, Ian, Ian's the guy to. Um, to check He's out on, on that. Guru. Right, so what else have we got? Well, before we move off hydration, we've had, um, and I know none of us are doctors here, but uh, we've had a contribution from Mel. For those of you that were here a few weeks ago, Mel was one of our uh, super guests, and she's advising that there is a quick and simple test you can take before starting any long run, and that's to check the colour of your urine. Nice mm. and pale it should be. There you go. Yeah. So you've yeah. heard it here first. Quick, simple. So, every, so everybody, tomorrow when you're weeing up that bush at a Great North Run, check the colour of your wee out. Yeah, don't go. do Value it tomorrow. Added. You'll probably get run over. But on Sunday, yeah, that'll be. Oh yeah, don't do, it, don't do it tomorrow. <laughs> 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 yeah, don't do it. Well, you could do. Do it on a train. Look, you should always practice what you're going to do on race day. Practice. So you know, maybe that's practice. not so bad advice after all. So, um, well. Should we talk about Brighton first? Let's talk about yeah. Brighton because we don't want to neglect the fact that this is the biggest, the biggest post-pandemic marathon to date, isn't it? It must be. Yeah. 
I'd imagine it's people are absolutely banging and can't wait to get on with it. Now, Matt, you've done Brighton, haven't you? Yeah, I did. I did the last one actually, twenty nineteen. I did it two weeks before doing doing London. So yeah, it's um, it's it mixed emotions really because I love Brighton um, as a city, a great vibrant culture there. As a marathon, I think it's it's challenging mentally. It's challenging. Um, those listeners who who've done it will know it's you know it's not the flattest of courses, and there are a couple of points on the course where you, you know you do need to dig deep um chris will have fond memories of trying to chase me down about 14 miles get an interview and i think he got a few expletives from me um but but as a but as an event i mean it's it's very well supported the crowds were fabulous um you know that seafront finish is something else um you know there's you know it's just yeah that but i think in many ways like gnr again it's not an easy track so i think if you know what you're going into and you can plan for it and you can deal with the hills or deal with the the the, the, the parts of the course where the support isn't as as, as big then it is, it's a great one to get so yeah i'm slight, slightly jealous of those who'll be traveling down tomorrow or maybe have been down today to pick up their numbers on the seafront great so you'll run. get pretty they'll expect pretty healthy crowds then you think I mean, post-pandemic, I don't know. I mean, my experience in 2019, um, yeah, big, big, big crowds along the seafront. Um, the sort of first half takes you outside of Brighton. Um, there's a steady climb. And, you know, yes, it does become a bit quieter and the same at around 20, 21 miles where you go out near the power station. And I think that's where you've you know, mentally got to stay strong. But on those pockets along, along the seafront and through the town centre, phenomenal support um which, which make you know it's up there with with you know the best marathons in this country so if yeah if, if people haven't done it certainly one to consider for future years so that powers i've heard a lot about the power station factor um brighton you know that's quite a um that's quite an unfortunate coincidence isn't it that the point where it all starts to bite you know comes at a time where it's a bit it's a bit quiet and everything, but it's just a case of sort of like getting your head down and getting on with it isn't it really yeah, I mean, Mike, Mike, I had, I actually had a, a, a tough experience going through it. But I remember it was a couple of fellow Fordies uh, passed me at the time and checked in. Was I okay? And yeah, it was just a question of getting through that, knowing that you're going to come back along the seafront. Uh, we were lucky; we had a good congregation of Fordy people. I think Billy ran with me probably for the tw- I think it was the twenty fourth mile. He jogged along with me, so you you know you're going back towards the crowds. But it, it, it does come at a crunch point, um, as we all know. You know, that 20-mile marker is is the one. But, you know, it's there. You know it's there. You've, you've just got to deal with it. And you said that, um, you know, you did that. And then you did London a few weeks later. You know, there's a few people who, you know, it seems quite a popular um, tactic. You know, what advice would you give to people who are looking to do the double? I PB'd at both. So I, I was very happy. Um I think the, be- the best advice I, I think I took was I actually didn't – I barely ran between the two. I think I had a two-week gap. So I think from Brighton, I, you know, I purposely eased back, knowing I had another marathon to go to. I gave myself a good solid four days, and I think I squeezed in probably a couple of gentle 5K runs. But, you know, I was very much of the opinion I've, I've got the base training, the base fitness – and I, and I went along. I ran. I ran with Chris, Billy, Eddie, and a few others. London that year, and, and my attitude going into London was very much just to enjoy it. Um, so Chris will know we we sent Billy on at about eighty miles when Chris was struggling with injury, and I I was good with that. I stayed with Chris because I was I wasn't chasing the time. My focus was about just completing the two in in that two week gap. So good experience. Two two very different runs. Um, but it, enjoy it and, and don't feel the pressure between them. Just let your body recover and, and go again. Up. Yeah, go again. You know, that, Chris, you've not done it. You know, would you um, would you concur with that idea? You know, just sort of like having a break of doing nothing in between if you're going to do the two. Well, right. Coach's hat on. No, I wouldn't agree. Non-coach's hat on. Do you know? Do what you need to do for you. Um, that that's I think as a coach I would say no I would I would try and get out do a recovery run I would try and get some 
work through those legs nice and gentle, scale it back, keep it easy, run free, and just tick over. That's um, That would be my message from a coaching point of view. But what Matt said, the captain, as always, with sensible advice. You've got, you've got to know your body, know what you're about, and it's, it's what your outlook is on, on those two races. And it actually leads nicely into what I'm going <laughs> to... Well, I'm going to talk about now because we do know somebody... I don't know if he's listening. He's probably not. He's probably out delivering Amazon parcels for Royal Mail. But we had the postman on, didn't we, the last couple of... Yeah, Mark um, McGreevy was on week for last, two weeks ago. Yeah, last, and because he's doing both. So big shout out to the postman. But I have to give the, <laughs> I have to give the post even more love because I, I don't know if you caught the podcast uh, when we did it on the video. I, I said that uh, the postman always gives 150% at a session, right? Now, this week, I took the guys up. I wasn't allowed to run. So I took the guys up to Clayton Hill, which is a series of hills um, around by us. It's, it's not a very pleasant experience. Um, and it's hard work, right? So they oh, did. Sure. Uh, this was fantastic. They did, they did eight. They did uh, eight repeats uh, twice. And it was a 60 second blast and then a 30 second blast, right? This is Broxbourne on Wednesdays, people. Broxbourne on Wednesday. Now, the postman has got Brighton Marathon on um, Sunday, okay? So, uh, to- I've just sent Toby a video. That's what I've been doing. I've been on mute because I, I was, I was doing this, and it, I named the session the beautiful session. I give my sessions names, and this was the beautiful session because you asked Mark Sloan, it was a beautiful session. And um, I think Toby, you've got the start. Just show the start of the video. This is Posty going at the hills with a marathon on Sunday. Roll it. We'll explain it. Come on. Come on. Can you show that back again? How quick? You might not have that even seen it. It was that fast. He he was going up there like someone was about to nick his bag of mail. It was insane. No, it was more like somebody had already nicked it and he was chasing them. It was so fast. I, I actually, I was taking pictures of them to show their posture, right? I couldn't even catch him on on camera. I, all I got was a hand like this as he went past. The guy was obsessed. So I've told him this weekend just to calm it down a bit and remember that he's got London in three weeks. Because I think the way he was going on Wednesday, he's going to be going starting with the elites. He, he the guy was charged. He was proper proper charge going up them hills. It was like I said, it was like someone was nicking his mailbag. It was it was hilarious. Hilarious. So good luck, everybody who's doing Brighton. If you've got yeah. any questions about, um, you know, marathon, uh, you know, some tips or advice on, on, you know, not necessarily Brighton, but whatever, stick them in and um, we'll try and get to them as well. Uh, Toby, uh, just can we just check on Toby? Is, is, is Toby still awake? Yeah, he's still yeah. here, I reckon. He's, yeah, he's still busy. There's, there's a lot going on. Keep, keep him busy. Have we got any more? Um, Al, have we got anything coming in hot off the press? Uh, I think a lot of people must be out kind of carb loading ready for these uh, big events. But <laughs> Yeah, Karen, how many is? We've had a few more shout-outs for Brighton. Some love for the 40 Oranges back in 2019. Oh, yeah, that was good, wasn't it? And, when, and I, when, I remember when Fletch stepped on my coffee. Yeah, well. I remember I've that. And the... I think Kim is also heading down to try and get a little bit of a cheer station. So look out for Brilliant. Kim. She was on the podcast last week. I've... I've got the name of that vest. It's the Salomon ADV Skin 12-set running backpack. Salomon mm. ADV Skin 12-set running backpack. That's the one that I was recommended for, um, but I've went and got something else. But Do you know what sort of price that is? Maybe what retails that? That's, that's 125 quid. Now, if you're doing ultras, that this is, seems it's to be... It, basically, if, you, if it's got ultra written on it, they just go, here's 100 quid. It doesn't matter. Even if it's like, uh, you know, a pack of like stamps, it's a hundred quid because you're doing an ultra. Do you see what I mean? Hmm. So, Ian just, Wilson uh, said the uh, ultimate direction do some good race packs as well. And he would know. Yeah, uh, Ian's the one to ask, not me. That's great. I mean, I've got a few quick. I've got a few questions, sort of like half marathon related. Should we move on and talk a yeah, bit about Yeah, let's get into half marathon territory. Yeah, let's do half marathon territory. Okay, right. Well, I'll start with one that Rachel Gardner sent me. Why isn't Chris running the GNR this year? 
<laughs> um, I'm not running. I deferred back when um, pandemic was, and I think is you know arguably still you know here, but um, back when that was what was going on, I wasn't comfortable myself getting on a train, um, and putting myself through that when I know that I had Dorney coming up and things like that in October. I've got very busy. Uh, end of the year so I didn't want to have all the stress and anxiety of going up to Newcastle going through that I don't travel particularly well on the best of days um, so um, yeah I, from a personal point of view I wasn't comfortable I, I don't necessarily worry about the race itself it was for me it was the traveling up and all that kind of stuff so I took a decision early um, to postpone to next year I'm absolutely gutted the FOMO is like when it was with big half and it'll be worse at the weekend when you guys were all posting up and telling me how awesome it is. And I'm seeing all the pictures and you get that bling and medal Monday, I'm going to switch my phone off, I think, but it's, it's something that I just took a decision to do myself. Yeah. I mean, that's perfectly because he heard, I, mean, I remember at the time you did it. It was, you know, it was a slightly different world we were living in then. And it's completely understandable because people have to And the captain made a good point. It's because he's not there and William's not there um, as well. And also, you'll rediscover your love for it next. You know, absence makes the heart grow fonder, doesn't it? You know, you might one no, year break, honestly, you might I, I, I still love it. I'm, I'm, I can't tell you how much. See, Brighton, right? Take it or leave it. I ain't bothered. It's never been one that's, you know, really. We might do it next year if um, if Tobe gets into landmarks. Then we might do it just because it's something to do. But. I've really got very little interest running around a power station. Like Fletch said, I think earlier on, you know, running up to a power station doesn't really excite me. So, and it's, it's massive. What's it ache to get to Brighton uh, in, in getting in and again out. So it's not really something, but there's just some, something magical about the great North run, you know, the largest half marathon in the world, the people of the Northeast, us lot going up there, Colin being there, all that kind of stuff. The weekend with the captain and, and the boys, and and you know, it's just it's just an epic, epic uh, thing to do. Uh, the red arrows, all that kind of stuff. It's just an amazing weekend, and it starts on the Saturday down at the quayside. You know, the vibe is just epic, and it's just yeah, it's, it is a it's a beautiful place to be. It's usually warmer than you think. I would say the great. How many times, captain, we've gone up there and gone? It's a bit chilly. I'll be uh, last year. Last time I did, I started off with watch the video, the vlog. I'm in a bobblehead, but. By the time we got across the bridge, I'm sweating. Like, it was proper, proper warm. Um, I feel it already got... It's going to be quite cold. Well, 14 degrees and cloudy, which sounds spot on, really. Yeah, they say that every year, bruv, and it's it's always warmer than it feels, doesn't it, Captain? And they never apologise. Yeah. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I never apologize. <laughs> It was a warm. It was a warm one last time we ran, Chris. So yeah, it, you'll be all right. They'll be all right this year. This does it's sort of touch on what Hayley and Harvey said. Interesting to see. Yeah, sorry, mate. I was going to say it'd be interesting to see what people think of the, of the revised course this year because because mm. for me, I I, I hadn't um, planned to do it last year, and as a result, I had one year left of my membership. But because they're obviously trying to honour deferrals, they didn't offer me a place for this year but they've extended my membership to next year. But 
for me, there's something magical about that hill and then running along at South Shield. So yeah. I, I, I don't have the same FOMO this year. For me, I want to go back when I can run the main course. But it'd be interesting to see okay. how what people's experiences are this year. And, and, and doing bridge twice is will be something else, for sure. Mm. Mm. I think what's having said, there's been a sort of like a drive-through. People have done a couple of videos of the new course. I think what's going to catch people out is that obviously when you do the Great North Run, you get to the time bridge is pretty early on. It's sort of like about a mile and a half, two miles, isn't it? Now, when you go back, you're going to go over the time bridge, but then there's going to be a load of you go off into Newcastle. I wondered if that's going to sort of like affect people from a mental perspective that they're going to think, oh, I've only got a mile left to go. But then it's going to be you're going to be round the streets in the town and that's going to people are going to have to. Uh, Take account of that, I think. Um, I suppose this leads on the bit to what Hayden Harbour asked, which is, what are your lot's favourite half marathon? And is the GNR right up there? I mean, Chris, I think you've already answered that, mate. Haven't you? Yeah, it, yeah, it's um, yeah, it probably it's probably that said. I mean, I love it, right, with a passion. It, it is probably my favourite race of the year, um, as I said. But, but a lot of that comes from you know the forty runs community club all being there and, and all that the whole weekend being there with the captain and the boys and and all that kind of stuff um i like landmarks that's good um i'm going to be slightly controversial i do think it is a pinch overrated um to what people say how good it is it is a, i'm not taking it down because it is a really good event and most importantly it raises a lot of money for charity right but i do think it's um a little bit overrated. the big half is i think massively overrated it's only a great event if you're, I personally think if you're doing the London Marathon, I think it's only any good if you're doing that because you get to do a bit of the course. I think that's slightly overrated. And yeah, Landmarks is better than the big half without any doubt. I, I would say Landmarks is a little bit off compared to the Great North Run because of the history of the Great North Run. But I have to mm. give a shout out to the South End Half Marathon. I love that. And I don't know whether it's because like about 6 million 40 runners run it and it basically turns South End pink. But that is a, just a fantastic event. It's flat. You can go mental. You can have it, or you can have a great time. Um, it's always a nice time of the year, uh, and it's just—it's just again it benefits a great charity that does fantastic work um, in their local community, which is always you know what I'm all uh, part of. But yeah, I, I would I would give some love to the um, South End Half Marathon. So let us know. I think in the comments, what's your favourite half marathon? I've seen some people. There was a YouTube comment. I think Mark Langhorn was asking about the Great South Run. I know Fletch. I think is that eight miles though. I don't it's think ten miles. Yeah, ten mile. It's not a half. But what other half marathons are, are, are real good? I tell you, the one I really want to do. Get ready for it. The one that is on the bucket list, and we're going to do it when Billy Billy right has promised me because he's getting married, isn't he? He's all loved up, and he don't run anymore because he's too he's too busy being in love and buying presents and flowers and, and all this kind of stuff. He ain't got any money to go to races because he's spending it all on, on like, perfume and big, expensive gifts to his uh, fiancée. But what he did promise me and the captain was that he was going to send me and the captain out to Las Vegas with him, and we're going to do the rock and roll half marathon. Now, that in Vegas goes down the strip. It's the only thing they close the strip off, apparently. And that's the one that we're going to do for Billy Stag do. So I I know Billy, he's, you know, bless him, he loves this community. And he won't mind me offering it out to everybody and saying, if you want to come with us, you're all invited. Bill is probably, because of the money he's getting from, you know, where he's working so hard, he's probably going to hire a plane. So if you want to get involved in this, just message. It's Billy at gmail.com send him a message and say that you're in and we're all going to go to vegas me and the captain are at the front because that's what he's promised us um but just be aware he might not get back to you because he's probably in marks and spencer's getting some more like chocolates and flowers for his fiance just as a heads up so that's the other defend himself bless him no that's on my bucket list to do yeah well you as well huh do you have to jump out the plane first? We could do that. We yeah. could. I'm up for that. We we could do that. Uh, but Billy's promised me and the captain first class to Vegas, and then the um, what's it called? Then the strip, uh, the half marathon down Las Vegas. That's what we're doing. He's got the permission from his lovely fiance. We're in. So we just got. To book, <clears throat> Bill's just got to tell us where we've got to be. Apparently, we've got a limo picking us up. 
Right. So cool. well, it sounds like you've got it all sus. Al, what about that you? What's your favourite half? Well, I'd, I'd give South End a vote as well because, as Chris said, it's it's a, a, a race that we've traditionally termed pink. But what what's beauty about it is, although people will go, it's two laps because it's out and back towards the pier and then out and back. It means you are just constantly crossing, and therefore you are basically spending two two and a half hours just high fiving other fellow forties and. <laughs> You know, don't matter where you are in the race, you will get shout outs. And for that reason alone, it's a, it's a great race. One I'm looking forward to do later on in the year is, is a rock and roll event, um, but it's up in Liverpool. I know quite a lot of the, the 40 ladies have done that year on year and make a, a big event of that. And that, that gets, uh, I think, quite a good, good review in terms of having plenty of entertainment out on the, on the track and stuff. Uh, again, I think it can be quite tricky because of the old winds blowing off the Mersey. But that'll be a new one for me this year. And then obviously anything in Spain or Portugal around about October time. So uh, uh, looking for some winter sun half marathons as we go. I did, to... I did a great, I did Lanzarote. That was good. At the yeah. beginning of December, it was really nice. It was mild enough, sort of like T-shirt weather mm. to go out, you know, three weeks before Christmas, a bit of sun. You know, not it wasn't scorching. You know, you couldn't use the swimming pool things like that, but it was just nice and gave you a bit of a lift. And, and, and a quick nice shout out to the Hackney Half on the 26th of September because I'll be pacing two hours. 25. Oh, yeah, that's a good that shout. Hot, but it'll be fun. I would say, though, out, and this is another thing, don't get me started, old type people, that limelight, if you're listening, you're taking the mickey. 54 quid, 45, I'm watching you. That is taking the mickey, people. For Hackney Half Marathon. Don't put people off. It's, I mean, I would pay, personally, I would pay infinite amount of money to run with Al and talk to him about that croissant that he swears was vegan for two hours and 35 minutes. I would pay any hey, money. He'd be running quicker than two hours, 35 minutes if you were bending in his ear about his um, so eating if, if you want to pay, if you want to go around and talk to Alan for two and a half hours about that vegan croissant, he's pacing the Hackney Half Marathon, but you will have to remortgage and then take out an additional loan to sign up for the Hackney Half Marathon. I think they're taking the mickey, them lot. I'm, I don't get me started again, people. Don't get me started. Where was it we met, man. Chris? Oops. The Hackney Half, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but back then, now, uh, back then, Captain, wasn't it? I'm not being funny. It was cheaper, wasn't it? It's about 35 quid. I, it, it was that long ago. Um, I mean, I, th- I think you've touched on a really good point because I think we've mentioned all the really good half marathons. I mean, I've done the Royal Parts a few times. I, I enjoy doing that. I mean, I, I absolutely uh, know the love that's within the community for South End. I think I was. Um, a spectator a few years ago. I mean, flying the Kent flag, one of my favourite here locally is Paddock Wood because it's a flat track. It's usually five or six weeks before London and you're probably paying no more than 20 quid. So um, Chris knows me well enough to know anything I anything where I can run a half and it doesn't cost me a fortune. GNR excluding because you save up for the year for that, that one. I'm well in for that. But, you know, I'm, I'm fortunate I've done most of the biggies and had a chance mm. to do them. So they're, they're ticked off, which is great. But I tell you, I'm, Mark I'm, Langhorn, I'm envious of Liverpool. Yeah. Sorry, uh, Captain. Mark Langhorn just put in there on the on YouTube about the Silverstone half. Um, Mark, have a look at my video on that. I took Billy around there. He'd done 145, I think it was. That's a great one. If you're an F1 geek, uh, Bill and I, who are F1 geeks, we was proper spinning out of our trainers on that day because you're going through the pits and you know the start line and all that so if you're into your formula one it's a good one to do but also if you're um looking for a fast time it's they say it is really really flat it's not because there's a little bit a couple of little bridges you got to do to go over um on to get at, out of the course and then back on the course kind of thing because where they have to make the distance up, but it's great fun. And it's, the surface is incredible. It's like really sticky. You tarmac. ain't going to get any potholes in the middle of Silverstone. Nah, it, honestly, it's a, it's a really good one to do, but check out my video when I took Bill around now. Uh, we had a great time. Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's a really, really good one. Um, Tobe, did you say we had a questions about some shoes or something? Someone was asking. I can't remember. Uh, hang on, what we got? I'm doing Manchester. 
All right, and I'll talk. Let's do the shoe questions then. Uh, I'm doing the Manchester Marathon in October. I've got a pair of Speed 2s and a pair of DV8 Nitros. I can't decide. Speed 2s. There you go. That was easy. Speed 2s okay, all the way. I've got one um, off Facebook from Rob Sayer. Says, love the show. Very Steve Wright. Yeah, love the show. Um, which of the following trainers is best for 5K, 10K and some speed work? They must have underfoot comfort as I suffer from ball of foot pain. Velocity Nitro. Hyperion Tempo, Speed 2 or Max Road 5? Speed 2. There you go. Simple as that. I hope that was good for you, Rob. <laughs> I've actually, for all the shoe geeks out there, for all the shoe geeks out there, I've got some new shoes from Puma today and I've got some sockings I'm wearing tomorrow. I'm not going to tell you which ones for a 20 miler because basically I want to prove that everybody's wrong uh, on those. So I'm wearing them tomorrow. Um on the shoe, so I'm going. I'm, I'm going to be doing a video on a pair of shoes that are my favourite shoes of the year that no one would expect me to say. So I'm going to probably put that uh, video because I've not done any filming this week under doctor's orders. Um, I'm not going to be doing anything in uh, in, uh, but I'm going to get back in the studio this week and I'm going to film that because that'd be an interesting video. But yeah, um, speed twos all the way, people. Ship them in. Okay, I've just got a couple of other things. Um, thanks to Daniel Griffin for his question about. Um, should he, um, he's never run with a hydration vest before, would it be a good idea to start with the drink stations on Sunday? I think we've covered that one, Daniel. I hope that, um, I hope that's okay. And that, you know, it's a bit late now as well to be thinking about these sort of things because we've only got, <laughs> yeah, that's true. We're on the start line in 36 hours, mate, you know, you know, no, it's just one of those things. I wouldn't worry about it too much. Um, and John Thornton on a different subject, um, he said, are, are the energy gels worth it? If not, are there any that you would recommend? I mean, it's a bit... Is this Great North Run related? Well, it was... I mean, it's a bit late to be worried about... Too late now, right? Yeah, if you ain't got your gel sorted or your fueling sorted, that's a bit late. I mean, some people, they can wing it, right? And and their metabolism's different and they work, you know, everybody's different in terms of... But, I mean, gels are there because they're convenience, you know, if, if you get the right one that works for you. I mean, Toby, every week has a new gel. It drives me up the wall. Every week he's trying another thing. And we're like, and we know what Toby's like with his portaloo troubles. It's like, oh, I've got a new gel. Immediately I get on a Google and look where the nearest cost is because we know he's going to have to go in there. He keeps trying all his gel. He gets a t- stomach problem. Oh, but I've got a new gel for you. Oh, and this one's got caffeine in because we know what's going to happen there. Anyway, my point is, yeah, you should try your gels out while you're training. You should find whatever you work. Gels are great because they're convenient. They're the right amount of calories um, to a degree, depending on yourself, but and your carbohydrate intake. But you've got to find ones that suit you. Not everyone suits you, like Toby well knows. Um, they don't all suit you. So they are convenient. They're an easy way to get that fueling into your body during a, a longer run or a, or a higher effort. But that said, there are plenty of natural products out there or, you know, not even non, not natural, like, you know, jelly babies or jelly beans that you can use. Mm. I've said it a million times, you know, my brother-in-law, he, he filled his London Marathon on, on jelly uh, jelly babies. So it's whatever works for you. But I would say if you're doing Great North Run on Sunday, you might have left it a little bit late. <laughs> Chris, OK, you've done it. How many, how many Great North Runs have you done, Jared? Don't know. But you don't That's the honest answer. I don't know. Uh, but what would you? You've done your three, haven't you, Chris? I think, I think it, it, it might be. Yeah. But it's sorry, their first Great North Run, because there's been a lot of looking on the Great North Run group this week. There's been a, you know, there's, there's quite a lot of angst. There's a lot of a lot of worry going on by a lot of people. Do you think you know what's what's your core bit of advice apart from obviously just go and enjoy? It, apart from that. Is there any key tips? That, we're great North Run or half, marif- half marathon in general. Well, if we talk about half marathons in general, and then in specifically about, I think the, the important thing is with the half marathon. The half marathon distance is a great distance because you can strategically run it to perfection. You can you can pace it well, you can fuel it well, and you can have the best time. and And I think people enjoy it because it's that sort of distance that you can you can get it done. And you can accomplish what you want in in a relatively short space of time, and it's, and you can go to the edge of where you are in terms of pain threshold, mental capacity, and, and ultimate fitness, and you can get to that point, and then it race finishes. So that's a good thing. 
So that's why I think a lot of people appreciate it and enjoy it. I think with the half marathon, the, the best bit of advice is is like the same with the marathon, really, is pace yourself first two miles. Marathon, I'd say three, but the first two miles are key to setting the rhythm for the rest of the race. But you need to have your strategy before you go. If you're going there just to enjoy it, you know, muck about, you know, see Elvis and all that, fine. But you need to have the strategy in place before you start. And then those first two miles, you need to get that rhythm. Now, whether that's that you're going to go and run, I don't know, an hour and 45 minutes, you've got to set that rhythm early on and you've got to find that comfort. If you're going and you're running a two and a half hour, it doesn't matter. It's the same principle. You've got to find that rhythm. Whether you're going to increase your pace, negative, split it, whatever, you need to get it. And it usually comes within the first two miles. And, and the Grain North Run's a perfect example. Basically, once you've crossed the bridge, yeah, that is when you want to go in effectively into race mode because that's when the hard work starts. Between the start and the Great North and the Great um, oh God, the, the Bridge, yeah, the time bridge, you've got, you know, you can go left, you can go over, you can do your oggies and all that kind of stuff. But that, that from that start to the, to the bridge is effectively where you need to find that rhythm. And then once you start come through that on the old course I'm talking about, I don't know what the new course is like. Effectively, the climb starts sneakily. And but that is where you need to settle in and you need to dig in and you need to think, right, now we're going to, you know, I'm going to be going, I don't know, 530 per kilometre or 909 per mile. I need to do this. I need to think about fueling. And, and you just find that find that rhythm. It's so important because it can help up here. And that just having that nice pattern to your running and what you're doing because your breathing will settle down. Everything around you, that anxiety, that on all that adrenaline you've had at the start, you'll have a dump after it. You just get into the flow of what you're doing. And that's the key to it, I think, personally. Yeah, it's quite a good landmark that, that you've got the bridge in there because everyone notices when they go over the time bridge. So it's a, it's a good point to sort of just switch your game on. Settle in. Settle in. It's the same, look, it's the same with Brighton. You know, for those doing Brighton, you know, once you get three miles, you know, your first three miles are critical because that's where you need to find that pace. You need to get over the excitement of crossing the line. You'd have had all the anxiety at, at, at the start of, of I've been to the toilet. And, you know, if you're like Toby, you've been to the portal 18 times. You've got through that whole process. You've got through the first three miles. You need to settle in. And this is where, you know, you start needing to think about, OK, what are we doing today? How are we going to go about our business and, and just relax into it? And then. Let's say, find that rhythm. It's really key. I can't, I can't emphasize it enough. It's just, you know, your half marathoners and your marathoners, it's really important because it will set, it will set the, the, the whole race up for you. Because if you go mental, mental at the start, right, frantic at the start, that will impact you later on. If you start off a little bit sluggish, it'll impact you later on. Do you see what I mean? So you need to yeah. just, you need to get into your natural rhythm. Don't worry about the crowds. Don't worry about nothing. Just find your pace. Find your, find out, you know, get your surroundings and just get comfortable with what you do. And control the controllable. That's all you yeah, can exactly. do. Don't worry yeah, about yeah. anything else. Don't worry if about it's not your day, it's not your day. Who cares? Yeah. If it's not your day, it don't matter. If it's, if it's, you know, if you're going for a time, it's not working out. Who cares? Don't worry about it. You will enjoy it. That's the thing, <laughs> isn't it, Matt? You know, if the, you know, if there's a little yeah. sort of like marginal things that don't quite go on the day, you'll have such a good time that, when you're reflecting on it back on the train on the way home, you won't worry about where little things might have gone a little bit wrong because you'd have had such a good race. Yeah, I mean, set, setting the goal. I mean, I've done two GNRs, both with Chris. I remember the first year, I ran it shortly after I lost my father. There was the mental challenge. Of the, I remember we went off quick. Uh, we got the whole occasion took over and I ended up walking. And I remember looking back, I recorded it. It's on YouTube somewhere and I was beating myself up. So when we went back the year after, my sole purpose was to not walk. I didn't care what time I did it in. And I deliberately, I remember at the time, Chris and Billy are like, jump in, jump in the pen with us. I was like, no, I'm going to go for my pen. I'm going to run my race. And I did exactly what Chris has just said. I had a plan. The plan was to run to about two hours to take each climb as it, as it comes. And, and I overcame that. Um, one piece of advice with anyone doing Brighton which did catch me out. So Brighton, for those, starts outside of Brighton in Preston Park. What caught me by surprise was within about half a kilometre, you have a, a quite a sharp little climb up a residential street. 
and then you come back and do a loop round Preston Park and down into the city centre. So for those doing Brighton, just go off very steady, um, overcome that initial little climb that takes a little bit out of you, then then enjoy it as you go into the city. That's great. Now, yeah, so we wish get everybody good luck for all their races. Everybody going to Brighton. I'm looking forward to doing the GNR again. It's going to be a great event. I'm looking forward to seeing as many of you as possible there. I'm sure we're going to have a good time. Now, Chris, you mentioned earlier that um, we've got a volunteer station for the London Marathon on October the 3rd. Yeah. Um, my my, my friend just asked if we could give that a bit of a plug. And yeah, obviously, you know, I'm sure lots of people will be keen to help out. Yeah. Uh, we're doing, we're, we're in for mile 12. Um, my friends at uh, London, um, what are called London events, London Marathon events, they got in touch apparently after hearing the podcast, how much that we love them. And oh, by the way, we've got to talk about that next week. I've got to write up with them again. Um, and Paula Frost is our volunteer captain. Now, Paula was on, um, if you're not listening to the podcast, listen back to the one that Paula was on. It. She talks about volunteering and what's involved and how it all came about. Um, but Paula uh, is incredible. She's putting a team, an elite team, together for Mile 12 at the London Marathon. So if you're in the Facebook group, if you're listening to this uh, afterwards and you're not in the Facebook group, make sure you join the Facebook group. And if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you're in the Facebook group. But go into the Facebook group. And if you can't see the post that she's put up, just write at Paula Frost, I want to do volunteering at London Marathon or something. Um yeah. Because we need volunteers, so sign up. I know a lot of us are doing it physically, but for those who aren't, um, I know Billy would want to do it, but he's, he's you know, he's going to be busy out looking at suits and stuff for us uh, when we go to Vegas and probably uh, sorting out uh, the tickets for the first class. I think class. if you keep picking on him, he might not invite you. No, it's, it's, not, it's not. He said it. Captain's got it written down, evidence. First class, me and the captain, Vegas, right, Doing rock up, rock and roll down the strip. That we've got it set in stone. Billy's told us, me and the captain, he's got a ticket. We're, we're on it. We're going. Um, but yeah, in all seriousness, make sure you you can. If you want to volunteer, there's going to be limited spaces. So get in touch with Paula Frost now. Yeah, that's your job for the weekend. Do it. Yeah, now, Tom, if you want to be there. Tobe, sorry, uh, uh, Ed, uh, I want to finish with this one. It might darken the mood a little bit, but um, where's the, where's the, yeah, here we go. Now, listen, now, this is an interesting topic to finish with, right? I know we're doing Great North Run, and I know we're doing Brighton, and I know we're worried about Toby falling asleep and Alan eating non-vegan croissants and Billy getting us tickets to Vegas, right? But this is a really interesting one because it's Great North Run related-ish. And I wanted I wanted us to have a chat about it quickly. I know we're running out of time, so we'll go over a little bit if that's all right, boys. Um, but hi, guys. This is from David. Was supposed to be travelling to Great North Run today. Uh, got COVID. It's been a tough week. Now, again, a lot of people, you know, put your COVID views to one side. This is, this is about any chance of two-minute debate. Right, we'll do two minutes. Get us on the clock, boys on recovery running after COVID uh, to give David some help. Now, I know a lot of us have had it. Uh, some of us have had it mild. Some have had it, had it really bad. Some have unfortunately been really badly affected by it, uh, which we don't want to go into today because, you know, we try and keep things a little bit lighthearted uh, here, and especially with 40 runs. We don't take anything too seriously. But this is a serious topic, and I wanted to just touch on it, if we could, before we finish up. I, the reason I want to touch is because I don't know if you remember back, but I was really bad with COVID and I had it when it first, well, I think before really a lot of people knew how serious it was and all that sort of stuff. And I was, I was in bad shape, bad, bad shape with it. Um, more than we let on to a lot of people. And I consider myself, what would you say, Al? Reasonably fit, a lot fitter. After this week's diet, by the way, I've mostly been eating fruit. Um, so I would, I would class myself as pretty fit and I was knocked sideways. Now, in terms of the recovery, because I think that's the important bit, and I want anybody else has got had COVID and how they've recovered. It took me, and Mark, we should get Mark Boyce on this, but it took me about 12 weeks 
to start feeling at about 80% um, in terms of my lungs, 80% only. I still think that I still have some of the effects of it now in terms of my actual aerobic fitness. I, I honestly believe that, that I still am affected by it in terms of my breathing um, and my asthma and stuff like that. It's caused by allergies. I've really suffered this year. And I still think that is a lot legacy of that sort. I wouldn't call it long COVID, but I still think that's part of it. But it took me a long time, longer than I expected to get over it. I tell my runners when we was going through the pandemic, when they were getting it, but, you know, getting it bad, but, you know, like they say flu. So you're out for a couple of weeks. I told them when they came back uh, to run at 50 percent, 50 percent effort levels for about two to three weeks. Um, so cut down cut down the mileage, cut down, most importantly, the intensity, but put down the effort 50% for about two to two to three weeks is what I recommended, wouldn't it, Tobe? Um, and then come back and ease yourself back in because you've got to be so careful. If you've had it bad, the damage, I said, I said Mark Boyce would tell you, didn't he, Wilco, at Tuesday, he yeah. was still struggling a long time after. And it was only literally a couple of weeks before he started his marathon training, he said, I've just started to feel like a little bit normal again. And we must wish him well because he's doing brain. Yeah, good point. Yeah, boys, who's coming to the golf day on... Um, oh, here's a choice. Uh, mm. We've just had one pull out the golf day. If anyone, if anyone's a golfer, get in touch with me, Instagram or email. Or you can email... What's the email yeah. address, Tone? What is it? Longrunshow <laughs> at gmail.com. If you want to play around the golf, it's for charity. With me yeah. and Wilco. Get I'm in touch with you. Now, listen, don't believe what people say about not meeting your heroes. Because if you met us, you'd have a great time. We'll have a wonderful time, won't we, mate? Oh, we're going to spray the ball all over the place. It's going to be hilarious. I haven't played golf for about two years. Um, yeah, me I was either. a I was a keen golfer. I used to enjoy getting out there. Um, but uh, we got the charity uh, event coming up on the thirtieth in Letchworth, so we've got a crack team of ninjas ready to take down Letchworth Golf Club. We are going to spray our balls everywhere, aren't we? We'll take aren't down we? the golf club, or everyone round the golf club. No, we're just, we're going to go, you know what we're like, 40 run style. We're going to go in it. We're going to smash that place up. Not literally. you got pink We're going to turn, yeah, we've got pink, we're going to have pink balls. We'll get, well, until we lose them on the first tee. Um, <laughs> but we're going we're gonna to we're have pink balls and we're going to, Rich Quinn's playing. We've got Ian Creswick playing. Fletch can't unfortunately no longer play, but we've got, we've got, we've got two forwards. So if you want to join us and uh, it's, it's for charity, so it's not over the top price wise, but if you want to, Come on over around the golf, get in touch at longrunshow at gmail.com. So there we go. Okay. I think that's it, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's it as well. I just wanted to say thanks ever so much for Matt for coming on again. My hero. I yeah, love that, man. I love that, Great man. to see him. Well done. And we didn't really have a chance to talk about you coming back and doing the big half because I know you've had a lot of injury problems, but it's great to uh, see you back out there, mate, and doing stuff. And uh, Thank you, mate. Getting back in the land of the running living. So brilliant to see you. Thanks ever so much for coming again. Cheers, Al. Thanks, Cousin. Thanks Al. very much. Cheers, Tobe, looking after us. Cheers, Fordy. Because I think we should all have one. What's that? But my hat. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a sample. Do we like it? Oh, yeah, I like it, yeah. Do we like I'll them? Have one. I'll take one off your hands. Do we like them, boys? I know, but the thing is, Al can't have one because it's not vegan. Oh. You know, what's it called? It's made with butter or something like that. You know, like, you know, put croissants. <laughs> the croissant has butter in it, and apparently this hat has got butter extracts in it, so you can't, you probably yeah, can't sorry, use Al. it if you're a vegan. Fair enough. Can't can't argue with the science. Right, Can I well, just we'll say, look into that for next week then. Big good luck to everyone this weekend. Just go out, have fun, be awesome. Just if you're if you're running for charity, good luck. You're doing you're something amazing, raising loads of money for charity. If you're not running for charity and you're out there wearing the pink, make sure you get an awesome picture. Smile. You're going to get the same medal as everybody else. It doesn't matter whether you, where you come, how long it takes you, whatever way you do it, you're going to get the same medal as everybody else. So, yeah, good luck, everyone. We'll see you next week. Rest yeah, that's great, you, everybody. Welcome. Thanks ever so much. I will see, I'll hopefully see some of you up Newcastle Way this weekend. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be great. So I'll, um, I'll see you there. Thanks very much for joining us. You can join us every Friday on YouTube and Facebook on the live stream at 7 o'clock. 
And um, you can also download us. Where you get your puzzle? We're on Amazon Music now, aren't we, Christopher? I'm, I muted myself. I was so excited. I forgot to talk about Amazon. I'm so yeah. excited. I got us on Amazon today. How good is that? We're now on Amazon Music. I can go down to Alexa it. and say, here, listen, Alexa, play the Long Run podcast. How good is that? <laughs> hey, you don't even have to switch oh, a song. Playing. She's playing. playing it in the background. Oh, it's brilliant. I love it. It's an absolute result. So, but then if you haven't got one of them, you can still get it on Spotify, Google, I think, and uh, Yahoo Apple. or someone else, Apple, I don't know, all the usual sort of stuff. So download us, take us on your long run, enjoy your running this weekend. I'll see you in Newcastle or I'll see you next week. Thanks very much. Bye, everyone. Cheers, everyone. See you soon. Roll them tights, son. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.